Hello, thank you for listening to and watching You Had Options. This episode, I have Sam Porter from the very good uh, Chicago-based band Cali Masi. Um, great conversation. We talk about uh, his deep dive into the history uh, and the current status of, of uh, Putt Putt in America. Um, talk about uh, some morbid stuff towards the end. Talk about social media. Um, yeah, cover everything. Go follow uh, Cali Masi Band on Instagram. Uh, you can see where uh, they're about to announce a whole bunch of tour dates. They got some dates coming up um, very soon. Great conversation. Uh, make sure to follow You Had Options on Instagram and Twitter. Um, go go give the uh, the YouTube a follow. Um, yeah. Thanks for everything. Thanks for listening and watching. I love you. Enjoy. Sam, thanks for joining me. How are you? I'm good. I'm chilling. I'm uh, working from home today, so that's good. Having a good one. What uh, can you talk? What do you do? Can you talk about it? I can't talk about. Oh, (laughs) the secrecy is killing me. No, it's cool. Um, No, I work as a a photographer Um, right now. I'm working for this golf company, um, and I just shoot their like, like all their marketing photography for their like little like putter head covers and shit like that. Okay. Are you, were you into golf before this company? No, (laughs) (laughs) me either. I'm, I'm more of a mini golf man. I think. Same. I, uh, so like over pandemic, I got this like harebrained idea to, I was going to start like a, I was like, I'm going to do like a mini golf, like Instagram page. And I'm just going to go to like every fucking mini golf course, like that I can find. And I did like, like a, a college thesis, like worth of research on every mini golf course. And like, I have this spreadsheet that is, if anybody, I didn't end up doing this at all because I got super discouraged and I found somebody else's like, somebody else kind of already did the idea oh, and I no. found out way late in the game and it's like a super popular Instagram page. Oh no. Um, and now, I mean, I'm, I still want to go to these places, but I, I built this spreadsheet that's like state by state, country by country. Like I made little notes, like of all these, like, cause it's, it's kind of like, it's pretty cool how every mini golf course has these, like a lot of them, the older ones have these like hand built mm. windmills and dinosaurs and shit. Like it's not something you can buy. Like somebody usually has to make that. Right. And, I, and little devices that spin and the eyes light up and shoots the ball. And like that shit's so goofy and like from a kind of gone time period. Yeah, man. Go to see them all. And mini golf's dope, but I don't play big golf. No. What I'm calling. Yeah. Are there any mini golf courses that you found in your research that were like, oh my god, people have to know about this? 
this one. Yeah, yeah, there's one. Um, man, I, it's in the South somewhere. It's on the Bible Belt, obviously. And it's like, uh, it's just every, there's like three courses. And I think they're all based off of like, one's the Old Testament, one's the New Testament. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but they're all Bible themed. And I think that that would be so fucking funny to go to. And uh, in Myrtle Beach, there's like, uh, a hell of a lot of uh, mini golf courses because th- there's actually like huge competitions there. Like people fly in from all over the Shit. world. Shit. Yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, I've, I think I've seen mini golf on like ESPN three every once in a while. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. I saw, uh, I was at a bar recently and they were doing like cornhole competitions on TV. So, <laughs> Whatever, it's a sport, I guess. Yeah, man. There's, uh, there's this accuracy and athleticism involved, I guess. Um, <laughs> I like that someone's just like, they're moving. It's a sport. They're moving a little bit. <laughs> yeah, man. There's some movement. Uh, uh, what, uh, Mike, the situation. Do you remember him from, uh, from uh, Jersey Shore? Jersey Shore. Yeah. yeah, he was, I guess that's his thing now. Like, he, mm-hmm. he, he was on a team. At tracks. It makes sense. Do, uh, I don't know. Um, so I'm 33. So like Rugrats was a thing for me growing up. Uh, yeah. Did, w- did you watch Rugrats as a kid? Do you remember? Yeah, a lot. I watched it a lot. Okay. You talking about the mini golf course? There was like a mini golf course episode. A mini golf course episode? I'm sure I've seen it, but I don't remember it. And the thing was like the final hole was like this big ice cream sundae and they thought it was like real. And so they get inside the ice cream sundae and they're like, what is like, there's no ice cream in here. (laughs) Oh, I love it. I love it. I, uh, I always loved the episode where they go inside of Chucky. They like shrink and go inside. Oh yeah. Cause he eats like a watermelon seed and they're like, fuck, we gotta, his watermelon's going to grow inside of him. We got to get it out of there. <laughs> like, I think they go up his nose and, uh, yeah, it's just like immediately like all these boogers that they have to get around. It's so funny. Boogers is great. Mm, do you usually, uh, so with the mini golf thing, do you usually get super deep into like organizing and like categorizing <laughs> stuff like that? I don't know. Yeah. I think I, I'm like, professional half baker when it comes to like just doing things generally yeah. and uh, I'll go so hard in the first half um where like <laughs> yeah I'll have like spreadsheets and like a whole fucking plan and then like the second half doesn't exist <laughs> like I just don't do it um but I don't know that's something I definitely want to change about myself because it'd be better to you know follow through with shit but yeah I do love to do the like logistical parts of stuff almost as a way of putting off the real thing that you have to do, which is go play mini golf and like do the thing. But I like to have like this, all the info, um, at least first I'd be bad. I'd work great in a team, where yeah, yeah. More, you know, and I can like be behind the scenes, you know? Hmm. All right. Do you, uh, do you, uh, for Cali Mossy, do you do a lot of like the businessy stuff? I don't know, like booking shows and whatnot. Yeah, right now we don't have like a booking agent, so we're booking it. Uh, we've been booking a lot ourselves, and it's been kind of uh, a, a challenge just because we've been spoiled having booking agents for the past couple of years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think between John and I, we kind of like split the split the duties a little bit. I um, 
we did a European tour in 2021 and I kind of like handled the brunt of it and it was uh, a damaging experience because it was just too much. It was way too much for me. And like by the time I realized like I really needed help, it was it, it was too late to teach someone, you know, like, not, like it would have taken just as long to teach someone how to like be a teammate to me as it would for me to just fucking do it. Yeah. And I just shit myself. So I just like, I, I was vocal with the band, like, Hey, I fucked up. I should have asked for help, <laughs> but, uh, this sucks for me right now. I, so deep. I feel that. I think that's a relatable thing where it's like, I can do all this shit. And then, yeah, you get waist deep in it and you're like, eh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, talking about your photography earlier i was looking at i was i was creeping on your instagram when i was like damn these are all nice pictures i didn't realize you're a photographer <laughs> oh man yeah i wish i did like more uh stuff outside of the nine to five right now but like if i if i like go through my camera it's just like all golf shit right now it's been a while since i did some like actual like fun <laughs> fun work right um I, I love to shoot are you uh how long you've been uh messing with cameras i guess for a long time um i like kind of started shooting when i was in i guess in middle school just like with a shitty digital camera and just being like not professional at all i just like yeah. to document stuff and like make skateboarding videos with my friends or you know jackass was like running through our veins so we're just like let's film ourselves doing <laughs> fuck that shit you know um so did a lot of stuff like that i guess that's like the early interest and then you know in in school i like studied photography a lot took all the photo classes i could and did all the film stuff and um did a little bit of it in college in terms of just like having like an actual like background that exists on paper i did that and then <clears throat> i was working back of house jobs forever um, and I had a friend who got a job as a photographer at a music store in the city and he was like, you should apply. And I did, I didn't, I had, my house had been robbed prior. Oh, shit. Um, and like I let all my camera shit got stolen except oh, for like no. yeah, old film camera is like 35. Um, and so I was like, shoot with just film for a while. And then I got this job and I like, kind of like earned some money and started buying camera equipment again. And, um, very weird how it's kind of snowballed into like very much the thing that pays all my bills. Um, yeah. I mean, it's not like I'm not doing like Nat Geo, like cool shit, but Damn. you know, just, I am getting to shoot photos so I can't complain. You're not, uh, what, yeah, what would be the dream job, I guess, photography job for you? Would it, would it be a nature thing? Um, something mixed with like nature and people. I love. I love portrait photography. I really mm. do. Um, and it feels very basic to say that cause it's like take pictures of people. And like, I feel like everyone's a good picture cause I like, I like people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I follow, you know, like so many folks on Instagram that it just seems like they're always on at some location with some people do, I don't know. I would love, I love camping and like, I love traveling. So like yeah. I could just do that kind of thing, but I don't know. Um, how those people make a living doing it. I hate that that's a part of the equation, yeah. you know, but it is. Um, so I would love to do that. Like, um, even though it's like, it's uh, so overblown and kind of cheesy. Like I would love to do the like van life thing and just fucking roll around the country and take photos of dope shit and hang out with my dogs. <laughs> it sounds great. That'd be sick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess that, I guess that is a thing like the van living in a van, uh, like a, a nice van 
and uh, uh, going around and, and doing shit. Yeah, that's how much like how much they've like fucked our brains up that they've got us wanting to be like houseless. <laughs> got us wanting to be like living in a van, which it's, was the joke. <laughs> right. Living in a van. Um, but, but I want to be down by the river but, in the van. <laughs> but now, yeah, now it's a nice van. It's not like a, you know, 1991 cargo, you know, yeah. uh, windowless van. Uh, yeah, there's, um, so I'm, I'm a, uh, <clears throat> I'm a software developer. And so there's this, there's this idea of like, I don't know. All my friend, all my software developer friends, or most of them, have the same thing too. Where it's like, you, your work, like you can't hold like your code or whatever in your hands. Um, and so there's this like longing for like, I don't know. I was playing freaking uh, like grass mowing simulator for like hours. I was like, yeah, this is making me feel something. Yeah, I, like tangibility. You yeah. Yeah, or I, like I get that. Yeah, there's this game where you just unpack boxes and like organize a room that I just found out about. It's like on PlayStation, um, and it just I don't know why that is appealing to me. Where I'm like, oh yeah, I just like put stuff away. <laughs> it's like, we're broken. They've it's broken us. That damn that damn Marie Kondo making me want to get rid of all my shit. Uh, yeah. So do you get the thing? Like I feel like uh, with staring into a digital camera and then editing photos on the computer all day. Um, Especially since I've taken this like newer job, um, this like golf job where I like, that's most, that's almost all of what I do is like screens. Um, I just get like this weird, like mania fatigue at it. Do you deal with that at all? Like just the staring at screens where like, I just need to, I need to like evacuate a digital. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's uh, I don't know. I'm a Apple guy too, so it's like I'm all in on the ecosystem. I got the Apple Watch, I got the iPhone, and so it's like everything is connected. And so I'm getting alerts on like everything, and so yeah, I definitely feel like there's too much shit. <laughs> there's too much shit on too me. much shit. Yeah. Too much shit on me. Yep, I got it. Yeah, I got <laughs> Carl Havoc. Yeah. I gotta get it off. Uh, Sometimes I close an app. On my computer, I open it on my phone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm just like, this is bad. Yeah. What's going on? Go outside. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, and now, like, since COVID, especially with, like, software roles, COVID just kind of, like, changed everything where it's like, oh, I can just be at my house all day. <laughs> yeah. It's and, and still be working, which is, like, super fortunate and like i feel lucky to be able to do that but i'm also just like a a weird uh i'll be like when was the last time i left the house like when was what was was the last day i like took a shower (laughs) you know yeah yeah it really like i think a lot of people got not hermity but you know they're just like i'm very extroverted but i just this huge part of me unlocked where i i totally stay inside for long periods of time with, uh, and everything I need is here. But then I'm like, Oh shit, I should, I gotta leave. I live in a cool city. I live in Chicago, you know, like, yeah. it's a, and I'm not like 
I'm, I don't live like far from the city. I'm in, I'm in it, you know, yeah. it's like real, I'm really in the city and I really don't go out <laughs> at all. It's, it's I, uh, there's events and shit all the time. <laughs> I miss most of them. Uh, what, uh, what was the last like big, uh, not, not with yet without you like playing a show, what was the last like Chicago-y thing you did, I guess, big Chicago event? I, I feel so set up for this answer because I just did something really fucking cool. Um, and it's, like I said, I don't go out very much, but there is uh, like a, my girlfriend and I ride motorcycles and there was like a motorcycle scavenger hunt mm. and it was like all ar- around the city. And it was really cool. It was like, uh, you pay like 15 bucks to get the map and it's like all the, all the money goes towards uh Chicago abor- abortion fund. And uh, you get the map and there's like all these like little points on it. And it's just like, different stores throughout the city that you ride to and i mean you could walk to them or drive to them too but it was like it was like a motorcycle centric thing um so we did that we rode all around the city and got all these like you get like a sticker at each place that you go and so we went to a bunch of places that we'd never normally go to also um and then at the end there's like this big motorcycle shop called federal um and they just had like a big barbecue raffle thing um and i was just like beaming the whole time because i just hadn't hadn't been around people yeah <laughs> for a yeah. while that was just like glowing i was so excited to just be there and be doing something kind of fun you know um it was nice that's cool what kind of motorcycle do you have um i have a 1976 honda cb 550k mm-hmm. um and my girlfriend rides a triumph thruxton um but we have a couple in our garage um that are like older bikes um, so we de- definitely not, uh, we're not like gearheads by any means, but we, uh, we like them. Yeah. We, got them. we like them. Nice. Have you, have you had any scares on your motorcycle? Um, I moved recently and I had to, uh, my brother was storing his, uh, his, he has like a bigger bike and he was storing it in our garage. And when we moved, I was like, can you come get your bike? And he's like, I can't, can you just move it to your new garage? And I was like, yeah, fine, whatever. And I moved it like three miles and I got cut off and I dumped it and like fucking Oh no. It was it was super scary. I was totally fine. I had I like learned that I have road rage in this <laughs> which is not good. I like chased this man down. Which yeah. he admitted me, which was my number one, like fuck you. He like he he like kind of he pulled into a parking lot and then he like instead of parking, which is why you go to the parking lot, he right. like wiggled out of it and like went somewhere else and I tracked him down and just like screamed at him I screamed oh, and then no. I, I turned and there was like my friend was just like sitting there like just happened to be just watching just like <laughs> I'm so embarrassed yeah I don't want to be that guy you know oh, I feel you um, I feel you but I was okay it could have been bad and the bike was fine too uh, I don't know it just ended up I was totally unscathed and uh that was kind of scary my my bike that I normally ride has been backed over like six times it's just like <laughs> park it and people are just like nope don't look and just back over it and it's an old ass bike and it but it's just like bomb proof it, it runs every time i don't know oh yeah yeah i think uh i i'm pretty uh laid back but i think everybody has with like the road rage i think everybody has a little bit of that in them and so it just needs like a little a little pop-off point and then you're yeah. just, you know and then you're screaming at some dude you've never seen before <laughs> just yeah. And what's the, your, my life is at stake. You could have killed me right. um, very easily with your negligence. And for some reason, my, my monkey brain is like, this is the only way for you to learn that. Yes. <laughs> to scream at you until you're scared. I got to teach this guy a lesson. 
you must learn. I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, uh, um, I was down, I'm in Birmingham, Alabama, but I was down in Mobile, Alabama, visiting some friends and, uh, this past weekend and we witnessed a, we were in some like ritzy part. I don't know. I don't know if this is just like general rich people, um, uh, that like ha- owning a golf cart and driving it as like your vehicle is a thing. Like when you're, I don't know if you're in like a rich person community. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, in like those gated communities, I feel like they're just getting around. They're sauced up on whatever, <laughs> and they're just going from right. But yeah, this one, yeah, this one guy is was driving his golf cart like in this little uh, ritzy like main street downtown, and uh, yeah, a guy almost backed out and almost like you know ran him over, or whatever. And so that, it was funny seeing a road rage altercation between a golf cart guy and a guy in his truck. You know, yeah, it was, yeah. And like, just, it was just the thing. Like neither of them was backing down and it was just like, you want to do it? You know, like you want to do it? Like that sort of shit. Oh no. Are you from, are you from Alabama? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I grew up in Mobile, Alabama. And then, uh, my girlfriend and I recently moved to Birmingham. Okay, what's going on in Birmingham these days? It's pretty cool. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of music going on. Like we moved at the end of May, and mm-hmm. I went I went to just some random hardcore show on a Monday at this DIY place, and it was like sold out. I was like, damn, not that's oh, wild. Geez. Who was it? Who'd you see? Uh, I can't. I did. I I never even heard of the band before. Cause I'm not like a huge, uh, metal hardcore guy, it was, uh, but the band was called like the, the touring band was like, I can't even pronounce it. It's like, so, I don't, oh my God, I can't even pronounce it, but I guess they're big. Like Seguine. I couldn't read the font. Pretty much. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Is uh yeah okay so yeah I can't read the font and the the name in normal letters in Times New Roman is hard to read anyways uh, okay. yeah but cool. uh, but it was cool uh yeah there's a lot of a lot of music going on a lot of uh there's this cool place the area we're in there's this uh venue called Saturn that brings a lot of cool bands around um like I nice. think I think Pup is coming in September some other bands cool uh, that's awesome yeah and I, I don't think we've ever played in birmingham or or mobile y'all should, uh, yeah y'all should come down to birmingham and i'll 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 set up something i don't know yeah that'd be great we're we're uh booking a tour right now and we're coming through i, don't, I thought we were gonna play in mobile um but i just want to look it up to see exactly where we're playing because i didn't book it uh Um, not important. Yeah, it's I don't know, Alabama's. <laughs> Alabama's kind of weird. Well, it's it's you know the whole of Alabama gets overlooked. I think by by uh, by big bands like you know real big bands, and then the the medium sized bands are starting to come around. I think medium to larger bands. 
Yeah, I feel like the like that area of the South has always had like a, uh, or at least used to have like a really great like, mostly Christian hardcore scene. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool bands, I think that were involved <laughs> with that shit, um, which is not my shit, but I think it's cool that there, you know any music scene that exists is cool. Yeah, they've uh, they've rebooted. I don't know if you've heard of Furnace Fest. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they rebooted that. I th- I think they were supposed to try and do it before. Like I think they're supposed to try and do it in 2020, but then pandemic, and then uh, I think they the first time back was last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it seems like a good festival. It looks cool. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of like I th- I think whatever it first started in like the early 2000s, it was a lot of like yeah, like you said, like Christian metal metal core bands. Uh, yeah. Which isn't, yeah, not my thing, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. What uh, what kind of bands were you in uh, growing up? That like bands that I played in. Yeah. Um, I played in. I really haven't been in many bands. I played in one uh hardcore band called Shock Fraught that I played bass okay. in. Cool. And that was cool. We covered a Gorilla Biscuit song. Very nice. short lived. I think I was I was only in the band for like a couple of months, you know, hardcore bands are just like, let's go, you're in or you're out. Um, uh, and then I played for a number of years in this band, in like a kind of like indie, like garage rock surf band called the blue waves. Um, when I was like in high school and that was pretty fun. Um, and then pretty much right when that band broke up, um, yeah, I started what became this band. Okay. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, have you always been in Chicago around? Yeah. Um, when the band started, John lived out, I had just moved to the city from the burbs and John still lived in the burbs. Um, and yeah, we've always been kind of around here. Um, but yeah, I think we took, we just took it really slow at the beginning. First couple of years, we were just like writing and trying to, you know, put together some songs for like an EP. We put that out and then like, we, you, when you're like a small band, you don't know how to like, be a band like you yeah for sure like a, a, a small body of work and then tour the country but we were like we got seven inch out like let's go <laughs> we had like an ep out like just a cd um and we toured the country on it like so many times you know yeah. um it's kind of silly like looking back like i wouldn't i don't know i wish that i lived in in a world where like you put out a release and you can like just like do stuff on it for a long time but the way that the music industry is typically geared is like release tours really you know and then like yeah. they they make you think people are going to get bored which is not true like last record we put out was a 2021 and that is starting to feel like it's super old but it's not and we haven't been able to play a ton of fucking shows on it so yeah um, let's go play shows also because it's just fun to play music right be yeah um no one's going to yawn at you. <laughs> show, you know, like this one again, <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's definitely weird. Like, I don't know. And now do you, do you feel pressure to be like, Oh shit, we got to put out like a, a TikTok or something of our, <laughs> our new song. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we tried to do the TikTok thing, like, in the way that people were telling us to do it. Yeah. It's so not it's, us. It's, no, like, when yeah. we do it, we'll do it our way. And, like, we have a TikTok, and, like, 
it, we post like probably once every six months and it's usually something not band related. It's just like <laughs> dumb. Yeah. And I mean, that's fine. It's not, uh, I get that it's got like a really viable, like you put your song on there. Sam. Sam. I think I lost you maybe. <clears throat> Hello? Hey, um, there you are. You're back. All right, so I don't know why that happens. Um <laughs> Yeah, it's with the TikTok thing, it's just it's funny. Like these days it's so it's so weird how as uh, being a band has become like easier as compared to like the 1970s where you right. kind of had to have like rich, rich yeah. around you. Yeah. Um, the trade is you can, you can start a band and record music in your house and release it on the internet from your house. And that, you know, in just like it, you can just do it all yourself, but the trade is kind of like, you have to also be like your own booking agent, manager, record label, and, and like you have to wear all these hats with so social media, like all this stuff that like, I don't think people who initially are just like, I like playing guitar, playing guitar is cool. Like necessarily wanted to sign up for all this other shit. Yeah. But, and not that it's bad to learn it either. Like I'm definitely a DIY person and like doing it myself, but I don't like having like my hand forced to like jump through these like hoops and do a little dog and pony show. Like, it's like dumb sometimes. Um, uh, Sam, Sam, we really need you to come up with a TikTok dance for for trophy deer. Oh my god, <laughs> TikTok dance is bad. We did we tried to tuck a TikTok dance into the guilt like a gun video, yeah. But it, um, I don't think we understood what a TikTok dance is, so we just put a part where it's like it has a little uh, choreographed dance. But I don't think anybody was like, I'm going to do that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's weird. And like, I try and stay current on stuff, but like some stuff I don't really feel like I care. Like, like you're saying, I don't really care about staying current on, on TikTok star stardom. Yeah. And it, it does seem like, uh, the general consensus for people right now is just like, or people are just so over having to be on this on social media. It seems like I, the more people I talk to are just like, I fucking hate this. I yeah. hate doing this. I hate what how it makes me feel. Yeah, to have to be engaging with this all the time. Um, it just it, I feel like the invention of it is like, cool. Let's highlight individuality, and everybody has this voice to stay connected. But it, God, it's such an old man thing as you talk about social media. <laughs> like, um, yeah. like, it does seem like it's moved towards like it's a hive mind, and uh, yeah, everybody's talking about things that we've already agreed that we're going to talk about. Yeah, and like, opinions that we've already agreed are good, safe opinions or dissenting opinions of that. It's like it's just like such a binary. Yeah, um, where there's less like there are goofballs out there, but like it's you're a goofball for like hopes of getting like people's uh, likes and comments and stuff. And I don't know. I just, sometimes it just feels like an upstream thing to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, being a goofball, like in a, uh, like in a jackass sort of way, like in a, this is going to no, get like, eyes or, or what do you mean? 
like people just doing their fucking thing. Um, oh, just, okay. Just being like, I don't know. I m- maybe I'm uh, a little neurotic about it, probably, but um, I definitely like feel like it's harder to be vulnerable on social media. At least for me, I'm almost like afraid of it. Like I like post something that's like uh, even marginally personal. Just like I really like this record. Yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> you know, write like a little thing about like how, why I like the record, and then like a couple hours later, I'm like, I need to fucking delete that. Like, yeah, what am I, doing? I feel <laughs> that. I feel that. Yeah, I'll do. I'll do that. Uh, I'll do that from time to time. Of like, uh, especially I don't know if I put like a story up or something. I'm like. Uh, you know, 30 minutes later, I'm like, ah, it's going to delete that. It's, yeah. yeah it's, part of, part of that is too, like you're not getting the traction. You're like, Oh, I wanted to start a conversation. I was hoping maybe somebody also liked the record and like, maybe you don't get the replies that you wanted. Maybe, I don't know yeah. what it is. You know, if I'm just like, I've been trained by social media, I've been like, domesticated by it to thirst for the likes. Yeah, man. If it's, if it's not viral, if there's no viral potential, what am I doing? You know? I do. I get such a kick out of the, uh, like, <laughs> it's like the person like crying in the hospital. It's like, I can't, I can't afford like my bill and it's click the GoFundMe and then they start doing the TikTok dance. <laughs> and it's just like, oh no. Yeah. Like, please post the link. And uh, do yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, there was a trend of like, uh, I saw people making fun of like, nurses that were doing like tiktok dances i don't know if you saw this too where it's like a nurse would be in the hospital like doing tiktok dance or whatever and then it would cut to like the uh <laughs> cut to the patient like holding the camera like like <laughs> like that yeah. like filming oh <laughs> ah, shit ah, yeah i don't know man yeah social media is so weird and uh cool. especially with like like a band that has you don't want to think of like your songs as like, like content or whatever, in mm-hmm. that way. To because it seems like the way like the word the term content seems like oh this is just like it's disposable whatever the thing is. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a, a digestible thing. Like someone will take it and then take it in and then they're done with it. Right. It's a yeah. I don't know. It's and like especially being in like a band it's even before like the pandemic it was weird when like i don't know you put a an ep out or a record out and people would be like well what's the next thing it's like shit i don't know i spent like two years working on this thing yeah yeah (laughs) i'm so against that uh that being like i don't know just a public opinion that bands should be like working like that because you just can't no one can be in a band uh, and work like that. We have jobs. Like right. you have, yeah. to have a full-time job yeah. to exist unless you have a very lucky situation that where you don't and fucking awesome. If like, like all the hate that trust fund kids get, if you're a trust fund kid, like fucking run with it. That is such a cool yeah, handle. Like go party. Yeah, um, cause life is short and like go have some fun with, or, or, or do something great with your, with the time that you have. But this idea that like, bands should just be like on this record cycle like it like yeah. creativity cycle and like it, that's that's just commerce and that's not uh art at all art is just like you, you're doing it when you're have passion and and want to make it and because you believe in it and like it's not like a, a part of this record cycle thing that's just like so silly 
jeez. Oh, yeah, it's um what was I going to say? The uh I don't know. It's gone. What I was going to say gone. is gone. <laughs> Just like that. Like the content it is gone. Um Yeah. Yeah, uh do you guys like Hmm. Do you guys have like we're gonna we're putting out this record. We need to have like X amount of videos like for songs. Like is that a conscious thing? No. Um I think the reason why I think we have so many videos is just because we like to make videos. Right. Like, yeah. We made all of them ourselves, um, with with friends. Um, and yeah, it's just like making videos is so fun. And I think that really does come back to like growing up in like the jackass, like VHS camera era yeah. thing. Just, I just had this great conversation with John about it because John put together, um, this documentary when we were in Europe, we were all filming, oh. um, pretty much the whole time. So we had like all this, all this content and, uh, John like slapped it together into this, like, like full length documentary about our time there. And, uh, his point was just like the reason why we know about um, the dudes and jackass and why we think they're funny people is like just because someone filmed them. You yeah. Know? Not that they are. Oh no. Sam. Sam. Hey, sorry. I don't know hey. why that. It's um, so stupid. Um, but yeah, with the music video thing, I think we just like really want to want to make something fun to yeah. go along with the video. And we have all these ideas for music videos that we're like, well, no one else is going to do it. So we might as well just do that because it'd be fun and, and cool. And um, yeah. Is, uh, <clears throat> is everybody in the band pretty like um, uh, artistic driven, I guess? have like yeah 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 i think um well our lineup has kind of changed a lot since the last record it's me yeah. john and uh, two new people tim and adam um but yeah they're both like if, if it's not someone who can like put pen to paper and like make something um it's someone who is at least like has like a vision or like hey you know what i think would be cool if there was like it was like a ghost with a yo-yo is like an idea and yeah it's and believe it, 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 there's a way for it not to be stupid. Um, hell yeah. Let's get the yo-yo ghost, like, or whatever. <laughs> oh, shit. The, uh, mm, yeah, uh, yeah, I was think. uh, I was just thinking of the, um, you're talking about the, the trust fund kids, and I was like, you know, yeah, if, if your parents, if you got a Wikipedia article, and your, your parent, you know, you got your parents listed, and they've got clickable names, yeah. yeah, just live your life. Let yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, the strokes are just, there yeah. is like a click through link to a click through link to a click through yeah, link. Yeah, man. You know, Jill, got some money. Yeah, dude. Julian Casablanca's, you know, like uh, whatever fashion industry. I forgot what his dad did, but yeah. <laughs> whatever. You know, something where he's got connections. Uh, yeah. It's easy to hate on. On people like that and I completely get it because we have a huge class separation and it's very unfair but at the same time when if people are just taking advantage of the fact that they like have a, a break I think that that's cool and then, yeah what are you supposed to do Julian Casablanca was, was born on third base what are you supposed to do you know yeah 
You only got one. You can't run back. You can't run backwards. That's not. That's not how the game works. Uh, yeah. The um. I don't know. And then you got me thinking of like vulnerability on on social media. Of like, it's. I'm so like. Uh, I'm so weary to think of like somebody being like for real vulnerable of like, Oh, this is just a fucking, you know, I don't know. You're, you're, there was a, there was this LinkedIn post from the CEO recently for this tech company that, uh, they had to, they had like a big set of layoffs and then he posted like on his personal LinkedIn page, like a picture of him crying and like, this is the hardest post I've ever had to make sort of thing. I'm just so like desensitized to be like, Man, you're full of shit. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it's, but yeah, and it's I, weird. I totally get that. That um, it's like, hey, you don't have any place to be vulnerable at all because you should be running your fucking company. And yeah. you just fucked over. You know, like we don't know this person in any light aside from like you're the CEO of this big tech company. Yeah. So fuck your feelings. And I, I 100 back that. But at the same time, it's like this poor guy. Not you know, not that I feel bad for him, but it's right. like. Being a human is pretty complex. I have no doubt that he it was a hard decision to make and probably fucking sucked for him, but it sucked a lot more for other people. And unfortunately for him, it's very visible to everyone else that how much it sucked to everybody else more than it sucked for him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's so weird. Like, yeah, like, yeah, like you're saying, humans being complex and it's not just like, well, it's, uh, yeah, damn, I don't know. Yeah, dude should have just taken a pay cut. (laughs) I saw, I read something about some CEO that was like, yeah, I took a pay cut so I could keep all my employees. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a very friendly thing to do because you don't need to be making, you know, 10 times the amount as your highest uh, paid employee. Yeah. It's tough, man. You got to, you know, you got to have, you got to be able to, I don't know, yacht around the world. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It's expensive. Gas is expensive. I would, there was this uh, really cool exhibit in Chicago at the cultural center once that was just on. Um, it was funny cause they had one called uh, curious or morbid curiosity. It was just on death. And yeah. It was just like, fucking chandelier made of bones and like all, it was just like all this cool death stuff. Was <laughs> okay. um, and then like the one that followed it was like the happiness <laughs> exhibit. It was just about happiness and how it's perceived throughout the world. And um yeah, one of the things was just like they just had this like all this data on uh, how money, money's relation to happiness, and it's just like you you have enough to like hit check all the boxes, and it just like plateaus. Like no one gets any happier. Um, you just yeah. like need enough to survive and pay the bills, and maybe like go to Disney World every once in a while, and like that is enough to just like you, you're not gonna like the richest people in the world would be like exploding with happiness. If that right. Was the case. <laughs> you know, like they'd just be like incandescent, like glowing boy, but they're not, they're honestly like more unhappy. So, yeah, man. It really is just this, like get what you need and take care of that. And then with the rest, do some dope stuff for other people. That feels yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos are just balls of light at this point. Yeah, I mean, if that were the case, I think we'd think about this much differently. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've this is silly, and I've just thought about this recently. Of uh, 
if I was, I don't know, I, I don't know how, do you think if you got like a billion dollars, would you act like eccentric and buy weird stuff? Um, I definitely would buy some weird stuff uh, immediately, um, but I would not tell anyone yeah. and I would hire like an accountant and a financial advisor and, you know, so I, this is such a boring answer. Like, I'm not gonna, like damn buy, it, Sam, buy, like flags or anything, but I, I read this like article about like what you should do when you win the lottery and it had yeah. all these statistics about like. Uh, like the murder rate of people that win the lottery and how just like the, your life just changed. You tell your yeah. family and some of your like fringe family members are like, cool, I'm going to fucking kill you and take the money. Damn. Um, immediately. It's just like a, a no brainer, I guess, which is sick. Um, but yeah, like hire, hire the right people. Don't tell anybody. Don't fucking change anything. Damn. And, it, and that would make going to work a lot easier because I'm just like, I don't really need don't to be need here. this. Yeah. You, oh, I'm fired. Okay, like it would just be not a big deal, and that'd yeah. be so nice. But I definitely would buy like some dumb guitars. Some mm. I would buy. I would. Uh, it would be obvious, I think, to people who are in my life. Like, <laughs> you just got like a fucking weird car and like weird. He's why is he on a hoverboard? And, like, all this stuff that I just like. I'm like on a hoverboard with Google Glass on yeah. and like Oculus <laughs> Prime or whatever the hell that oh, Oculus. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that'd be tight. I'd buy a bunch of stupid stuff, but a billion dollars is so a drop in the bucket with the Oculus. You know, you I could buy know. a couple and then still invest most of it. Yeah, I was I was hoping you would have said you you would buy the the human bone chandelier. Oh my god! I wonder how much it went for. Somebody's got it, which is like not a not a uh, subtle thing to have in your house. It was like thirty feet tall. It was great. Jeez. Yeah, that's I don't know. That's there's too much energy around the human bone, uh, you know. You think it's, it's cursed? It's got something's got to be in there. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, at least has to cross your mind. You have to be like such a weird person to be like. I think it's fine. The uh, <laughs> it brings light to the room or what you know. The uh, 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 do you know Graveface Museum? in savannah georgia have you heard of this Mm-mm. it's uh it's pretty cool but it's this um it's this gentleman that uh he him and his wife are super into like serial killers and like the occult and like different cults and stuff and so like um like we went there uh last year and they have like the uh jim jones like sunglasses like pair of sunglasses and just stuff like that like um but they also have like the biggest collection of john wayne gacy paintings oh nice and so i was like eh, just too i don't know if i want a john wayne gacy painting you know in my house it's, oh, it's, I, I it's, it's too much yeah uh, that, that's like a straight up evil man, you know. Wow. The bones—they could have been like the bones of a bunch of nuns. They're like nun bones. Nun bones. Yeah. <laughs> They're helping yeah. you out. Yeah. Yeah. The good bones, but, but like the the crayon Crayola clown that he you know, like blasted onto some, you know, that's that's cursed for sure. Being being from Chicago, are uh, did you ever get into a John Wayne Gacy like wormhole of just looking up stuff? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the serial. Kill- I think when I was in high school, I had definitely like 
could have collected baseball cards on serial killers. Like I was like pretty into it. Yeah. Um, before that thing switches in your brain where you're like, that's really wrong. Yeah. <laughs> really fucked up. Um, but uh, yeah. And I think there's like a weird, like six degrees of separation thing with Gacy in the Midwest where yeah. it, especially like Northern Illinois to Wisconsin, it just seems like everybody knows someone who was like, Oh, my dad's friend like lived across the street. It just seems like a, it was uh it was a part of the community yeah. in in many ways but uh yeah people lived lived nearby or knew them and it wasn't that long ago so true um yeah it's kind of kind of a spooky fucking guy we went to the museum of death in new orleans uh, yeah last year and that was cool um but it was like very much the same thing where like this is the dog water bowl that <laughs> on the porch where oj simpson you know it's just it literally they have the dog water bowl and i'm like that's cool and then i think about it i'm like no it's not it's like like you picked up something nearby um yeah yeah. but yeah that stuff is is fascinating they had a bunch of the uh, assisted suicide machines like the first one and stuff and Mm. spooky yeah it's weird yeah uh and the uh, Museum of Death in in New Orleans. I, I don't know. I think they change. They rotate like exhibits out or whatever. But they had like like crime scene photos the last time I went in there, and I'm just like, ah, I don't know yeah. if I need to see this. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it, it's pretty gruesome. And I kind of didn't think about like, oh yeah, like they had like a bunch of September 11th stuff. Yeah, and I guess I just like had never categorized that event in my brain mm. as like. Along with the same, like, I I think September 11th has so many, like, jokes about it, like, with our generation. It's coming around. Yeah. Yeah. We, like, are the generation that immediately got, like, kind of the most fucked by September 11th in terms of, like, you need to be a patriot now. I think so. Like, you need to do all this, like, just brainwashing. Yeah. What an absolutely horrible thing that happened. (laughs) Just, like, I almost don't. That wasn't the first thing that I think of when I think of 9-11. And it was... uh, a really shitty thing like died that sucks yeah yeah it's weird yeah i remember you know i remember where i was was september 11th it was i think i was in like seventh grade but yeah it's Mm -hmm. like yeah shit's weird and it's like uh you gotta like try and compartmentalize i guess (laughs) events like that Mm -hmm. yeah Uh, Oh man! Mm, wow, we we've covered a lot of a lot of ground here, Sam. Yeah, uh, yeah. The uh, but you guys are you playing at House of Vans tonight? Yeah, we're at House of Vans tonight. Ooh, and uh, then we're doing a show at Beat Kitchen next week. Um, yeah, we're playing a bunch of shows in Chicago coming up, which is not like us. Um, but yeah, House of Vans tonight, Beat Kitchen with Looming. Um, it's like a Southern Illinois band. Um, on next Thursday, September 1st. And then we got a show in Green Bay on September 16th and a festival in Lyle, Illinois on September 30th. Um, so yeah. And then announcing some, some tour dates pretty soon for around fest time. So cool. Hopefully we'll be coming down your way. Yeah. Yeah. We'll set something up. Um, the, uh, is, have you guys played at house of Vans before? No, I've been to a bunch of shows there. Um, I didn't know. This is kind of like a local show. Oh, that's um, cool. But yeah, it's at House of Vans and it's a, they've got a huge stage and like it's a big skate park and they're giving us shoes and stuff. So I'm what? really excited. Yeah. Are they going to be like 
cool shoes or are they like oh we got these orthopedic shoes we've been trying to get rid of they're, they're gonna be vans in some form i'm sure that <laughs> i'm hoping they're not the ones with like flames on them Ooh. or whatever but whatever i'll take what i can get free shoes that's great hell yeah that'd be cool um Maybe they'll take maybe like I don't know at like, at like the Nike campus in in uh, Oregon. Maybe they'll there's like a Vans lab where they're gonna like take 3D images of your feet and like perfectly sculpt a pair of shoes to your feet. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, mm. that would be fucking great. <laughs> ah. Well, um, yeah, man, we've done like 50 minutes. Uh, yeah. Do you have any, uh, any, all, and all posts are all, I'll say, you know, your, your show's coming up because this will come out next Monday. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, do you have any parting words or anything um, you want to say? Yeah, just keep, keep a lookout for like, man, we're doing a bunch of stuff actually soon. We're going to put in some, putting some videos out. Like I said, there's like a doc documentary thing that we've, kind of been like soft teasing that we um are gonna put out at some point and uh yeah some tour dates and everything and yeah this is great dude just like kind of like shot the shit for a while so what uh is the doc how long is it gonna be 20 minutes 50 how long is the documentary dude we had we had like 10 hours (laughs) and like the first cut that we did was like four hours long and we were like john there's no way (laughs) We don't want to watch it. Like, no one wants to watch it. So yeah, it's gonna. I don't know. We might put out it, it, episodes, episodes like yeah. segments, something like that. But um, it's a total towing cost. I think it's interesting, but it's like I'm so close to what it is, and I'm friends with everybody that's in the video. So yeah. how interesting is it to somebody else? Um, that will be determined by other people. Hey man, I'm sure there's some Cali Mossy heads out there that are just yeah, yeah. chomping at the bit. Uh, well, hang on for a second, but, uh, <laughs> Sam, you had options, but you decided to talk to me and I appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks for having me.